We're up to the Gemara Davchov, starting at the top of the Yomit. So the Gemara, who Barche? Barche is a goat. The Chaza lifted a pumididan. It saw a vegetable on the top of a barrel. It was high up. Sorich Solik, the goat climbed and ju- climbed up on the barrel. Achlala lifted. It ate up the vegetable that was on top. Vitavra the Dana. And while it was doing that, it also broke the barrel. Chaybi Rava lifted Badana. Nezek Shalom. Rava was Machayev. The Bala to pay Nezek Shalom both for the vegetable as well as for the barrel. Why? Because this is regular. Obviously, was talking about Bishos Hanizik. So the vegetable that's considered Shem. And the Pashtas, <coughs> the barrel, while it was climbing on the barrel, it broke the barrel. That would be regular. In other words, the Gemara is saying, I understand that it's normal to eat, but is it normal for an animal to climb up on a barrel? Yeah, if it's normal for it to eat, it does whatever it has to do to get to the food. So it's also normal for it to climb up the barrel. Omar You have a behemoth walking in Shusarabim. In front of this behemoth, there was another behemoth walking. And on the back of the front behemoth, there was a box with food. And the behemoth back reached over, stretched out its neck, and started eating from the food that was on the back of the behemoth in front of it. Chayavitz, the Baal ha-behemoth, is mechoyiv. Bechoyiv, we know, Shen is potter b'shosarab. And here, both behemoths are in shosarab. So why you chayiv? Teretz is, my time, gabachavr tekechatzran izigdomi. If it's on the floor, that's considered a shusarab. But if the food is laying on the back of the behemoth, since this behemoth belongs to someone, so this is his rishos, so the food that's on the back of the behemoth is like it's a rishos of the Baal HaBehemah, whose food it is. So we view it as if the behemoth was eating rishos hanizik. Now yesh la'ayin l'chayr this stems with the riff that we had mentioned previously. In the previous daf, we mentioned the riff in the first parak says, the reason why Shen B'Shosarabim is potter, because it's normal for a behemoth to walk on Shosarabim. You can't be mechaiv him for eating things there, because that's the normal place a behemoth walks on Shosarabim. So therefore, can't be mechaiv him for eating things that are on his way. Things that are in Shosayachid, he shouldn't have been there. But things that are in Shosarabim, it's normal for him to walk there, so he's entitled to, and therefore he's potter. So the Chayr here, even if you want to say the back of the other animal is considered but the Maisa, he has a right to walk here in Shosarab, and it's not like he's doing anything out of the ordinary to eat. It's it's in front of him. What's the difference if it's on the floor, or it's on the back of the behemoth in front of him? Yesh So the Gemara, let's bring a raya to Ilfa, that something that's on the back of the behemoth is considered Rishosanizik, because it says, The person is walking, and he has a basket hanging over his back, and the behemoth sees that this person has some sort of basket hanging over his shoulders with food. And the animal sticks his head into that basket and starts eating. So why is it chayv? Both of them are in Shusarab. Must be the same Yisait that we just said now. That something that's on a person's back is considered it's in his own Rishos. So we view this as Rishos Hanizik. So the Gemara, you have no raya. This is the way Rashi learns the Gemara. The Gemara's matchid raya could be something which is on an animal or a person's back is considered Rishos if the person is talk, standing in Rishos But here, just like Rav says, we'll see in a minute where Rav said it, Here we're talking about 
that in order for the behemoth to eat from this basket that was over the person's shoulder, the behemoth had to jump to eat it. So the reason why we're saying chayiv is not because the basket is considered the because it's on the person's back. No, it could be it's not considered the It's called the shosarab. Here, the reason why you're chayiv is because we don't use this. We don't view it as a mazik of shen. We view it as a mazik of keren, as I learned Rashi, because since the behemoth had to jump to eat it, so to jump to eat, that's considered mishuna, and it's keren. So you have to say, Dr. Ashi, that when it says chayeves, it doesn't mean nezik shalom, it means chatzin nezik, unless you're going to say it was a muit. So chayeves will mean chatzin nezik. the Rishayim ask, why does kefetzis make it mishuna? We just saw a minute ago, so we see that it's normal, like the Gemara explained, it's normal to eat. So it does whatever it has to do to eat. If it has to climb up, it climbs up. So who here too? If it has to jump in order to reach the food, it'll do that. So the Chernim have two truths, and either your Mechalik between jumping and climbing. Climbing is normal, but jumping is Mishona. Or, we're being Mechalag before, we were talking about a behemoth Daka, an Aze. An Aze to jump up, jumping or climbing would be normal. But for a, a behemoth Gasa to jump up, that's already not normal. And a Mela, that's why it's considered Mishona. So, we're saying that just like Rav says Kefetzes, here too we'll say Kefetzes. Where did Rav say Kefetzes? So, we're saying Kefetzes. Rashi said, "Remember, behema b'shosarabim, halcha va'achla. If it's walking and eating, p'ture, because it's shen b'shosarabim, which is potter. Amda va'achla chayevus. So the pasuk that Mashmai says, Mashma, amda va'achla. If it's stationary, and while it's standing in one place, it's eating, then you're chayev. Fedigmar, why? Maishna halcha that you're saying it's potter because urchayu. This is the normal way a behema eats. It walks and it eats, so it's urchay. It's shen." It's Rishusarab and your potter. Amdanami Orchuhu. It's also normal for Behemoth to stand in one place in Rishusarab and eat. So, if it's Orch, it's Shen, it's Rishusarab, it should be potter. Here's where Rav said that, you know what Amda means? Amda means it wasn't eating while it was walking, it jumped, Bekefetzis. Amemele, the reason that you're Chayiv is because it's Karen. Because since it's Mishuna, so it's Karen. Karen is Chayiv Rishusarab and Achnam. It'll be Chayiv Takachatzinazik. So, so too in our Gemara before, the Gemara says the same Teretz that it was talking about Kavtza and therefore Yechai of Al-Tzkeret. Now you have no Raya at the end of the day, the way Rashi learns the Sugya, that something that's on the back of a person standing or an animal standing with Shosarab has a dinner with Shosanizik. Boi Rebzeir, Mizgalgul Mau. So the Gemara says, Hechidom, what does Mizgalgul mean? Kigoy, the Kaima Omer B'Shosayachid. You have Peres that are in Shosayachid. So we're going to go now with Rashi's Mahalach. Places argues, we'll go with Rashi's Mahalach in the Sugya. We're talking about like this. There was food that was animal food, let's say, which, or there was, sorry, it was regular food over here, Tvu or Peyus, that was in Rishos HaYochit. The Behemah is in Rishos HaRabim. And the Behemah rolls the food out of the Rishos HaYochit into the Rishos HaRabim. And it eats it in Rishos HaRabim. My, and Rashi explains, the Shaila is, do you go baser the Achille, and the Maisa Achille took place in Shosarab, Meshem Shosarab, Mes Potter, or do you go baser the Lekich, where did the animal take it from? It took it from Shosayachid, they rolled it out into Shosarab, so you go from the Maser Lekich, and then you're Chayv, because it was Meshosanizik. 
and Zuk Rashi, the same Shaila would be Punkvarket. If the Behemoth is standing in the Rishosanizik, and the Tfua is in Rishosarabim, and the Behemoth drags it from Rishosarabim into Rishosanizik and eats it in the Rishosanizik, if you go Basar Achila, you're Chayiv. If you go Basar Lekicha, you'll be Potter. That's where Rashi learns the Sugya. So the Gemara Mai, Toshma, the Tony Rebchia, Masoi, Miktosoi Befinim, Umiktosoi Bachutz. You have, Zakhtar Rashi, a basket full of barley. And it's sitting, half of it is, it's, it's sitting on the, right in between Rishos HaYochid, Rishos HaNizik, and Rishos HaRab. So half of it is in the Rishos HaNizik, and half of it is in the Rishos HaRab. So the Allah is, Ochla Befinim, Chayabes, Ochla Bechutz, Petur, My Love, Mizgal Guvaasi. What does Ochla Befinim mean? It means the animal is standing inside, and it eats everything Befinim. In other words, Half of it was Bifinim originally, but the animal reaches out and schleps in the whole basket, even the part that was Bechot, he schleps it all Bifinim. So then he's Chayif, because the Achille was Bifinim. If the animal was Bechot, in Rishosarabim, and he schleps the part that was in Rishosarizik out into the Rishosarabim, and he eats it there, he's Chayif on everything, he's part on everything, because we go Basar the Achille, and the Achille was in Rishosarabim. So basically we're Pachet, our Shaila, that brought up that, that the case of of Mizgalgul, you go Basra the Achille, not Basra the Lekiche. Zog the Gemara, no, you have no Raya. Loi, Eime, Ochlo, Almasha Befnim, Chayeves, Almasha Bechot, Pture. We're not talking about where the Achille took place. We're talking where the food was taken from. In other words, originally we said Ochlo Befnim means it ate everything Befnim. Now we're saying no, Ochlo Befnim means. Achla, what was originally Bifnim, you're going to be Chayv. Achla, what was originally Bachutz, you're going to be Potter. It depends where it was taken from. The place where it was before the Achila, the Mokam where it was Nilkach from, that's the Kaveh. So you have no Raya. Can't be Peshit one way or the other because I can Zil Hachakamatcha, Zil Hachakamatcha. I can Taich this Braise either way. Yibo Yisaymer. You have no raya because kika amr abchiyah bepsila das pasta. Till now we understood that we're talking about something like barley, which every piece of barley is either in shusayachid or in shusarab. Half of the basket is in shusayachid, half is in shusarab. So mele, you could be done on each barley that it's eating. Where was it originally, and where was it eaten? Now we're going to saying we're talking about psila das pasta. It was Michael Bahama, very long pieces of tvua. So it's one piece of food. That half of it is in Shusayachid, half of it is in Shusarab. So, Mamela, the Metzias, when you have one piece, wherever you stand and you schlep it, the other end is going to come to where you are. Dr. Ashi, Kivan the high Reisha, Kigorlei, Ozl Idach Basrei, this end, if you schlep it, the other end follows. So, Ibazoi, we view it as it's all in one place. When we're talking about barley, a whole bunch of individual items, so this is in Shusayachet, this is in Shusarab. You have to decide is the Kaveya the Mokim Achile or the Mokim Lekiche. But when you have one piece of food, which part, part of it is, it's very long, part of it is in Shusayachet, part is in Shusarab. So, since when you schlep one end, the other end follows, so it's all, it's all as if it's in one place. Which place is it in? Is it in Shusayachet or is it in Shusarab? So we're going to say, if the behem is eating it in Rishos HaYochid, so it's schlepping it into Rishos HaYochid, so we view the whole thing as attached to the part that's in Rishos HaYochid, it's all in Rishos HaYochid. If the behem is eating it outside, 
since it's all attached, so it's getting schlepped from inside to outside, so we view it as the whole thing was outside. But mainly you have no raya to the shayla of mezgalgul, because the shayla of mezgalgul is when something was in one place, b'sha'as l'kiche, and then b'sha'as achile, it was in another place, not in something which was originally in both places. So maybe we have no pshita to this shayla. It said in the Mishnah, ochlok sus v'keilim, the Mishnah says, m'shalem chatzi nezik. So the Mishnah continues, b'medvorim amurim, b'shosanizik, al b'shosarabim potter. So this is the Gemara, the Mishnah says, b'shosarabim potter, frek the Gemara, hey, and what's that going on? Omerav Akulu. It's going on both if the behemoth ate Peres Virokis and Shusarabim, your potter, because it's Shem Shusarabim, it's potter. And who had then, if it eats Ksus Vekelim and Shusarabim, you're also potter. I, Lechoyre, if it ate Ksus Vekelim, it's Mishona. If it's Mishona, it's Karen. Karen Bishusarabim is Chayev Chatzinazik. So what's Pshat? My time. If the Baal HaKsos V'Kelem put down the Ksos V'Kelem and Shusarabim, so he was Mishanet. It's not a normal place to leave Ksos V'Kelem. Ksos V'Kelem, you should leave in your Rishos. Since he put it down in Shusarabim, he was Mishanet. So now, even though the second person came and he was Mishanet and he did Karen, which Karen is usually high B'Shusarabim, we have a clout. If, per- if the first person was Mishanet, so then, and the Achorinim explained, the Yisoyed is, that the one who's mazik doesn't have a Shem mazik, because the Nizik put himself in harm's way. He brought the Hezik upon himself. So if he did something to bring the Hezik upon himself, he put something in a place where he shouldn't have put it, so then we don't view the mazik as a mazik. Now, the Chayr, this Svar would apply not only by Karen, even regal. In other words, the Lashna Gemara is, it sounds like that the Mazik was Mishonah, the Hainu Karen. Even if it's regal, it's the same thing. If we're saying that the person that put something down there without a right to put it there, so he caused the Hezek on himself, so what's the difference if the Mazik was Mishonah or it was Urchei? By the, by the Nizik doing something to bring the Hezek upon himself, the Mazik doesn't have a Shem Mazik. Many Yishayim talk learn. There's no nafkamina. At kadekach Yishayim ask a kasha. Why do you need a pasuk to teach you beer b'steyache that Shen is potter b'shusarabim? He's potter b'shusarabim because the person that put down peyers virakas b'shusarabim was mishana. Typically, that he's mishana. The Ari Yishayim that say no. The tarot to that kasha is that a mazik ki urche. We don't say this klal of kol mishana. But the Chazanish says an echanami kol mishana. Is even on a maziki orche, and the lashna gemara ubaacha v'shina shina doesn't mean necessarily that he was mishaniki orche. Ubaacha v'shina means the other person came and he was mazik. Kaponim, this is the shita of Rav. Shmuel Amar no loishanu ala peyers virakis b'shusarabim you potter on peyers virakis because that's the mazik of shen. Shen is potter b'shusarabim avaksus v'kelim which is mishona. So it's the mazik of Karen. Karen b'shusarabim chayavis, and it makes no difference if the things that was mazik was something that shouldn't have been put there in the first place. He doesn't hold kol mishane ubaach v'shina potter. So the Rishlokish also learned like Rav that even ksus v'kelim you would be potter b'shos because kol mishane. The Azdar Rishlokish the time the Amr Rishlokish shtei pores b'shos You have two cows in b'shos The mazik and the nizik achas revutze va'achas mahalachas. 
One of them was Revutza was laying on the ground in Shusarab, which is not normal for a parah to do. And the other one was walking Kedarka. If the Malachas kicked the one that was laying down. Now, Be'ita is a Talda of Karen. Karen is usually Chai Bishusarab. Here, he's going to be Pture. Why? Because the Nizik was Revutza, which is not normal. And we have the Yisait, Kala Mishanu Ba'achabashina Potter. Revutza B'Malachas. If the one that was laying down kicked the one that was walking, so it's Chayabis, because it's a Mazik of Karen, it's Bishusarab, and the Nizik didn't do anything Mishana. The Nizik was walking normally. So maybe that's Karen Bishusarab and Yechayev Chatzinazik. Rabbi Yochan Omar. No, he learned like Shmuel. Loi Shonu Ola Peyers Virakis. When the Mishnah says, Yipata B'Shosarab, it's referring to Peyers Virakis, which is Shen. Avuksus V'Kelem, which is Karen, Chayabis. So, L'Chayi, the Gemara's understanding, that Rabbi Yochanan holds that, why is Ksus V'Kelem Chayabis? Because he doesn't hold of the side of Kalamashana. So, I bezoi frek the Gemara, Leim Rabbi Yochanan, Zad the Gemara, L'Chayi, Leim Rabbi Yochanan, Lassad the Rishlokish, Afil Abishtei Paris. Rabbi Yochanan is going to argue on Rish Lakish, not only in the mission of Ksos Vakalim, but he's also going to argue on the case of two parts. That according to Rabbi Yochanan, if the Mahalachas kick the Revutza, he's going to be Chayif. Zak de Gemara, Loi. Loilam Islay Ksos Avdi Inshi de Manchi Glimi Umispechi. Avul Beheim Elav Orche. The Gemara is basically saying that Rabbi Yochanan could be moided to Rish Lakish, the he's also moided to the Yisoid. That If the Nizik set himself up for the Hezik, the Mazik is not a Mazik. And Mamele Revutse, which is not normal for Behemoth to do in Rishusa Rabim. So Mamele, if someone had his animal that was Revutse, so he was Mishana, he brought the Hezik upon himself, and therefore the Mahalechas that kicks him is going to be Potter. However, by Ksusvik, by, by Ksusvik Kalim, the Rabbi Yechon holds that's not called Kalamishana. Because it's normal, a person is walking, carrying clothing or kalim, and he's walking Shusharab and he wants to rest for a minute, and he puts it down. So maybe it's not a, it's, it's not called mishuna by putting down kalim in Shusharab. It's a normal thing. So Kumtai is that the Yechon Be'etzim holds over Shlokish, he holds of the din of Kalamishana. However, they're arguing what constitutes Mishana. In other words, by Revutsu, they all agree that's called Kalamashanik. So Svakalim is that, Machaikas is, whether that's in the realm of normal or that's called Mashan. It said in the Mishnah, Imnen is Mashalemis, that even though Shen is Potter Bishosarabim, but the Maisif, the Behemoth was Nenna, the Bala Behemoth was Nenna from the fact that his Behemoth ate, he Machaik to pay Mashanemis. So Mashanemis, the Rashi said in the Mishnah, is less than Mashaizikim. What is it? The Kamba. Rabba Omer, the May Omer. So in other words, Dr. Ashi, for example, let's say the behemoth eats oirim. And this behemoth usually eats tvua, cash, straw, which is way cheaper. So Rabbi Omer, that the bala behemoth has to pay the value of what it would normally have eaten if it was straw, because that's what he gained. At the end of the day, he's not going to have to feed his behemoth that day. But he doesn't have to pay him the value of the oirim, because he could say, I wouldn't have fed it oirim. Rabbi Omer, no, he has to pay him the mesa oirim, but bezul. Can't say I'm just going to pay you the value of of the straw. He has to pay him the value of soirim, but not full value. How much it would cost to buy it cheap? And and Rashi says the formula is two thirds. When we say the mei soirim it means two thirds. Zog the Gemara Tanya Kavasei the Rabbe. 
that you only have to pay the May Omer. Tanya Kavasei Derova, that you pay the May Sarim Bezot. Tanya Kavasei Derova, Zoshet Befeir Shabrais, Shabshim Ben Yechai Omer, Ein Mishalem Asel Dmei Omer Bovat, even though the Behim ate Sarim, you only have to pay Omer, because you could say, I would have fed it just regular cash. Tanya Kavasei Derova, Shtetan Debrais, Im Nehenis, Mishalem Asmashananis, Ketzat, Ochlo Kav Oikabayim, it ate a kavoi kabayim, which is a certain measurement of food. Ain oimrim to shalom demeim that you have to pay the value of what it ate. Elo oimdin kama odem reitzel lahachal lebehemtoi dover heroilo. So the way the Rishash learns in Rashi over here, the pshat is the behemah ate something which is better than soirim, and it's more valuable than soirim. You don't have to pay that. Elo oimdin kama odem reitzel lahachal lebehemtoi dover heroilo. How much a person would pay? to feed his animals something which is royal for behemoths, less than what this behemoth ate, normal animal food, like sa'ir. Even though this person wouldn't give his animal even sa'ir, all he would give is omer. But still, you would chat up what a person would be willing to pay to give davarayla sa'ir. And the Rishash adds, a person like you, that only gives omer, but he would still be willing to pay a little bit extra if he got a good deal on sa'ir. So that's Mamash the Shita of the Mesa'irim Bezal. Although if you look at the Rishash, Rishash adds one other Nekuda. He makes a Toy Seifer in Rashi. Rashi's Lashon is, Af Bishayin Rogel Achil Sa'irim Ela Omer, Mishalom Loi Demesa'irim, Kefima Sha'odam Acher Rogel Litin Lebehemtoi Kav Oy Kabayim. And the Rishash puts in Veloi Kav Oy Kabayim, and he learns that Rashi is saying another Nekuda, that if it ate Kav Oy Kabayim, you don't necessarily have to give it Kav Oy Kabayim. If you're normal, amount that you give for your animals chatzikav, then you can get away with chatzikav too. That's an additional nekuda that he brings out in Rashi. So to Gemar Vaiter, lefichoch, hayois, we say that we're mashar b'dover haroilo, so och lechitin o'dover haralo, seemingly chitin is not something that behem is eat, it's not good for them. So if it eats chitin or any other dover haralo, p'ture, because that's not called that he gained anything. The only reason we're being mechayev, the Baal Behemah, is because you were nehenna. Because the mice said you're not going to have to feed it. But this is not called nehenna, because this gives it an upset stomach. This is not good for it. So maybe you wouldn't pay anything in this case. You weren't here by night together with us, but in the neighborhood, you weren't close by, because we had some good shyness in this medish. Omar Muhammad asked of his the Mai Milim Alisa, what were these good shaidas? Omar Lay, the Shaida was like this Hadar Bachatzer Khaveira Shalomidaita. Someone lives in someone's in someone else's chhatzer, and the Balakhatzer has no idea this person is living there. He didn't ask him for permission. He's living there without Rishos. Does the person living there have to pay him for the rent? What's the Shaida? Hechidom, Ilaim Bachatzer the Lekaimila Agri. This chotzer, the Bailam, is never planning to rent out anyways. It's a vacant chotzer, he's not planning to rent it. The person living there never pays rent. He always finds people to loan him a house. He's not a person that would pay rent. Had he not slept here, he wouldn't have paid rent someplace else. Why should he pay? He's not having any annoy because he didn't save himself any money. The Bailam is not losing anything because anyways it's not rented out. So it's poshut that he's potter. Let's say it's talking about a chotzer, which generally the Bailam rents out. And the person living there is a person that always pays to stay someplace. So maybe if he couldn't stay here, he would have to give out money to find another place to rent. 
So Ibazoi, the person living there is having a no because he's saving himself from having to pay for another place. And the Bailam is losing because if this person were to live there, he could rent it out. And Taisus explains, since this person is living there, people see that it's occupied. So maybe no one comes to ask the Bailam for rent, to rent it. So he's losing money on account of this person. So Sai there's a nene, and Sai there's a chaser. So Mamela, that also can't be a shayla. That would be poshit that you're chayif. Now Taisva says, we could have said a different case. Why don't we say that the story is like this? That it's a chaser, the kaimala agra. So Mamela, the bailim is losing rent over here. Because if this person wouldn't live here, he would be able to rent it out. But the person living there is Le'avid Lemeger. He anyways doesn't pay. So there's no Nana, but there's a Chaser. So why don't we say this is the Shaila? Ze'loi Nana, v'ze'chaser. So Taisa says in such a case, he would be Potter. Because since he's not Nana, I can't be of him for Anah. He's not Nana. He never pays anyways. I that person is a Chaser. Yeah, but you didn't take anything away from that person. You were Goyrim and Mehefset. It's a Grom. By him living there, nobody else is going to ask the Bailem to rent it out. So Mamele, he's going to lose money. It's only a gram hefsit. For gram, you're not chayv. So Mamele, the Gemara didn't entertain that that was the shayla. Fred the Pnei Yeshua, so if that's the case, if we're saying that it's a chatzor de la agra, if we're saying that a chatzor de la agra, you're only a gram on that person's chasarin, so why was it so poshut for the Gemara that by zen nanev is a chatzor, for sure you chayv, why you chayv? For the chaser, you can't be mechaev, because it's a grama. So what are you being mechaev him for? For the nana. So that's good for the shayla, we're going to say in a second. Is nana without chaser, is that mechaev or not? So why was it so partial to the Gemara that in this case, you're mechaev? We're not clear if nana itself is a mechaev, like we'll see in a minute. The Gemara is moikim the shayla by zen nana v'zalei chaser, and we're debating whether nana alone is mechaev or not. So why by zen is a chaser is it partial to chaev? Alts the chasar and you're a grom. Alts the nana. That's a shayla where the nana is mechayiv. Zok to Yeshua. The reason why zen nana v'zeloi chasar, the tzad that you're potter, be'emes you should be chayiv. Nehenne is a reason to be mechayiv. However, since the person that gave the hana is loy chasar, so he can't charge money because it's mid the sedayim. But in a case where he's chasar. Even if you're not mechuyi for his chasarim, because it's a gromit, but a kaponim, you can't say it's midas for him to want to get money. If you were mechaser him, it's not midas So alts nehenna the Gemara was sure that nehenna is a siba to be mechayiv. It's only when it's zenenna bezalei chaser, then there was a tzad yishu yipotra alts midas But if it's chaser, then there's no midas If there's no midas then you're mechuyi about the nehenna. Zog the Gemara, so what is the shayla? It's a chaser that typically the person never rents, so he's not losing anything. But this person that's living there, rent-free, would have rented someplace else, so he's being the henna. So that's the shayla. The henna could say, I don't know you anything. Was I mopsed you? You don't lose anything. What's the difference to you? In other words, it's me the sedayim. Why are you charging me? He could say, you had hana. So Anachanami, I didn't lose anything, but you had Anah. And Taisus likes to, I, Lechayi, what's with me this Sadaim? So Taisus, this side of the Gemara is that if he wanted the Baal Chatzar, he could have stopped him from living there. Me this doesn't say you have to let a person live in your house 
rent-free. You could stop them from living in your house. Because if, if I can't stop someone from living in my house, even if it's a chatzot lekaim of the agri, so basically I'm giving up ownership of my house. If I have no balabatashkait in my house, that's taking away my ownership. So a person could stop someone from living in his house. The shayla of Midasudayim is once he already lived there, it's the Acher Maisi, he's not here anymore, and you want to charge him, now is the shayla of Midasudayim. So that was the shayla that they asked in the Bismedish. Omalei, Surami Bachama told Reb Chizde, I don't see what your shayla is. Masnisani, it's often a Mishnah. So Reb Chizde asked him, Hi Masnisi, which Mishnah? Omalei, the Chitishamashli, if you want to hear from me which Mishnah it is, first I want you to be Mishamashmi, do something to be Mishamashmi. Shokal Sudre, so Reb Chizde took Rami Bachamah's Sudre, his baguette, Karachle, he folded it for him, and he said, Now tell me. Omalei, Rami Bachamah said, It's our mission that we just learned. It says in the Mishnah, if a behemoth ate up someone's payers in Shusarabim, so Shen Bishusarabim is Potter, however, in Nehenis, Meshalam is Masha Nehenis. If the behemoth was Nana, the Bailam was Nana, that now he saved himself from feeding his animal, he has to pay the Me Masha Nehenis. So you see that Zanana Vizalai Khasir Yachaiv. Omarava Kamalai Khali Vilay Margish Gavrid the Morisaya. A person who has Siyata the Shmaya doesn't have to worry about anything. In other words, Rami Bachama, who brought a Rai from this Mishnah, and if Khizda took it at face value without asking him any kashas, he mamish got off the hook. Because if you think about it, Rami Bachama's Rai is absolutely not a Raya. The Afagabdullah Dami the Masnisan. Rabbi Bachamit brought a raya from the Mishnah, which is Bechlal Nadoim to Zenana Vizadar Chaser, and still Kiblimine, Rabbi Chizde, was Makabal without asking any questions. So obviously, Rabbi Bachamit had a lot of Siyat Adishmai. Why Taka isn't a doim? Zakta Gemara, because Hai Zenana Vizadar Chaser, but Hai Zenana Vizadar Chaser. The Shaila of Rabbi Chizde was Zenana Vizadar Chaser. The raya that he's bringing from the Mishnah is Zenana Vizadar Chaser, because the Bailam was Chaser. He has Paris and Yerakas that just got destroyed. So, so what's not Chaser over here? It's a Zen and of a Chaser. That's why you're to pay Mashananis. Rami what was he thinking that he brought a Raya from the Mishnah? The person puts Paris in Shusarabim, he was Mafkirit. So Rashi's Lashon is Mafkirluhu, the Chaser Midi, he didn't lose anything, the Hasaifon Liibut. Rashi the Chari is by warning something. Taisus also. Taisus starts off. He says, "Afkori mafkelu loy legamri." It can't be that he made real hefker. There's no way in the world you would mechuyiv mashenenis if the person throws his payas or and he's mafkerit. It's ownerless. So why are you paying mashenenis? So we're not talking about a real hefker. So Rashi explains the side of the Gemara when the Gemara says mafkelu. The Gemara means is it's not considered chaser. He wasn't mafkerit. In other words, it's it still it still has an owner. He didn't make it ownerless. But Lemaisi, he knows that by putting it into the Shasarab, it's safe on the Ebut. It's going to get trampled, it'll get totally destroyed. So, since, anyways, he would be left with nothing, so Mamela, we don't view it as a Chasar. Because even if this behemoth wouldn't have eaten it, at the end of the day, it would have got trampled and it would have been worthless. So, Mamela, we view it as a Nanavazele Chasar, Mamela, it's a good ride. Taisus says a different Nakuda. Taisa says he was mafkirit, but not totally. Taisa's lashon is el mesiayish mehem shesover sheyiskalkelu machmasherabim dorsam aleim at sheloyavoyu lidmei mashenahenis. The person that put it in shesherabim was assuming that it's going to get trampled very bad. It's not going to become worthless. It'll be worth something, but it's going to be worth less than dmei mashenahenis. 
So up to the value of a little bit less than Mashanenis, he was Mafkir. So the value really is less than Mashanenis. And still, the Mishnah says you pay Mashanenis. On that additional schum that you're paying, that's a Chaser. Because the Chesorin is only from a little bit less than Mashanenis till zero. But from a little bit less than Mashanenis till Mashanenis, that he was miyayish already, and still you're paying for it. So you see that you pay mashinehenis even though there wasn't a chesar. Why does he have to pay the total schum of mashinehenis? A little bit less than mashinehenis, he doesn't have to pay because the, the bailim was miyayish, al to a little bit under mashinehenis. So you should only have to pay for the amount that the bailim wasn't miyayish. So the chreinim mardan the shayla and his different mahalchim. Shimon has a Sada and Reuven buys three Sadas surrounding Shimon Sada on three sides. And Rashi brings down a picture over here of the case. And Reuven made a fence between his field and Shimon's field. So it was the inside of Reuven's field, and it's bordering the outside of Shimon's field. So Reuven made the fence for himself, but Shimon is also benefiting from it, because now Shimon's field, Shimon's sod is fenced in. So again, You can't be mechaiv Shimon to chip in for the fence, because Shimon has absolutely no enough from this fence, because since the fourth side is wide open, so his animals aren't fenced in. But if Reuven went and he also bought the fourth field on the fourth side of Shimon, and he fenced that in, then Then Shimon has to chip in and pay for half the fence. We see from here, Shimon was Nehenna, because now he has a fenced-in field, but Reuven wasn't Chaser, because Reuven regardless had to do it for himself. Reuven's doing this because he wants his fields to be fenced in. It so happens to be that Shimon gains from it, but he's not losing anything because of Shimon. And we say that Shimon, Shimon is chayv. So we see Zenan of Zalei Chaser is chayv. So it's not a rai. In this case, it's considered chaser. Shani Hasam the Omerlei, because Reuven can tell Shimon, Ad Garam Had you not been in the middle, so then I wouldn't have had to have the inner fences. It would be enough for me to have the four exterior fences, and I'm fenced in. It's only because you're in middle, so now I need something to border between me and you. So you're the cause of me having to build the fourth, the the, in, the inner fences. So it is considered that I'm being chaser machmas you, and that's why you're chayv. Toshma Omer Abiyasi im Omad Nikif In this case, where Reuben surrounded Shimon on three sides, and he built a, a fence on the inside between him and Shimon on three sides. So right now, Shimon is not Mechoyev, because Shimon's field is open. Now, Ahmad Nikif Shimon went, the Gadar Servius, and he built a fourth wall on the fourth side of his field. So now, now he has to chip in for the original three walls that Reuven built. Why? So, the, so first, the Gemara is Medayik, Taimid the Gadar Nikif. It's only because Shimon went and he... Put a fourth fence, that's why we're Machayev him. Hamakif. If Shimon didn't make a fourth fence, just Reuven bought the fourth field on the other side of Shimon and then he built the fence. In that case, Potter. 
Why? Shmamina is a nana with other chaser potter. Shimon is taka nana, but Reuven is lechaser because he's doing it for himself. And even the Tanakhama in the previous Raisa who argues and said that you're mechuyiv, that's because he holds ad garam to the akafi yaseir, so he's a chaser. But Luyitzur he wouldn't be a chaser. A chaser, zenana with other chaser is potter. So Taisus asks Lashtarke Kasha if we're saying now that zenana with other chaser is potter. So why, if Shimon built a fourth wall, why is he chayiv? Lemaisa, the three walls that Reuven built, is leichaser. He did it for himself. So why should? So why in the case when Shimon builds the fourth wall, if we're going to the end of leichaser potter, why in that case is he chayiv? So Taisu says a pshat. He says Shani Omad Nikiv the Goliadaita the Nichelei Bohitzo. Since he's Megaladas. That it's worth it for him to spend money for a fence. Vaharaya, he paid. He, he himself built the fourth fence. So Mamele he's chayif. But Taisus didn't explain a Hezbo exactly what's the difference. Saif kol Saif, true. He shows that he's nichalei baitzah. But at the end of the day, the Reuven is loichaser. So why should he be mechayif? So there's different mahalchim in the in, in the Achrayim how to answer. There's one mahalch from Shimon. That says here it's more than Nehenna. Stamaza in a case of Zenana Vizelai Chaser. Okay, so we're saying for Nehenna alone, you're not going to be Mukhoif. But over here, it's Mishtarshi. Once Shimon pays money to build a fourth wall, so he's showing us clearly that he would have built the walls. Had Reuven not built the walls, he would have built the walls. So now by Reuven building the walls, he has money in his pocket that he didn't have to spend. So for that, even if a regular Nehenna you say is not Mukhoif and it's like Chaser, but if it's Mishtarshi, you are Mechuyif. That's one Mahalach over here to explain Taisus. Akhoponim, so we have arrived from here, Zen and Zerachaser is Potter. Zatikmar, no. Shani Hasam, you know why he's Potter? The Amalei, because Shimon could say when Reuben is the one who built the fourth wall, He's talking about Reuben made a fence made out of bricks. Shimon could say, I don't need such a fancy fence. I could have made a very, very cheap fence. I just need a fence to make sure that there's a hefsek between me. And you, I didn't have to spend money for such a big fence. So Mamela, he's not even a nana. But Lachayr should come out that for a cheap fence, he should have to be mishtatif. There's a duplex. One person lives on the bottom; he owns the bottom, and the other person owns the second story. This bias fell down completely. The second floor person tells the first floor. Live nice. Start, start building the first floor in order for me to build the second floor on top. Because the ground level is yours, but I can't build till you build. And the, and, and the bias doesn't want to build. So the Allah is the second story Bailam could build a house on the first floor where the Balabais is supposed to build. And he could live there. Till the Balabais pays him what he spent. And after he pays him, the Balabais will move in, and then the Bali will build on top. So the Gemara's Medaya kitsi oisav hu de mechayiv le Balabais. Balabais has to reimburse the the Balaliyah for the, all the expenses that he spent to build his bais. Haschar eloi, but he can't deduct schar that the Balaliyah should have paid him for using his karka. Lemaisa the Balaliyah was living now rent free on the Balabais's karka. Had he not built over here, he would have had to pay rent someplace else. So the chayre, it's a zen nana, v'zeloi chaser. Shmamin a zen nana v'zeloi chaser, potter. 
So the more it's not a raya. It could be the nenev is the would be chayiv. But shani hosam the base of the liyah mishdabit. The balabais is mishubid to make sure the balaliyah has a place to be able to build an aliyah. So therefore he was mishubid to build a bias. As long as he doesn't build a bias, the balaliyah has a tviyah to be able to live there. So maybe this is not doyma to the regular case of Zenen of Zalechasim. Toshma, Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, in this case of Bayez Valiyah, where the Tanakhama said that the, the, the what's it called, the, the Balabayez has to pay the Yitzias to the Balaliyah, but he can't be menaked the Meishchiris of the Bayez, Rabbi Yehuda argues. Toshma, Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Avzeh dar b'chotzach midaitoi, this person of, of the Aliyah who was living in the Chotzer Chaveiro, in the Chotzer of the Bayis, he has to pay for the rent that he was using the the house of the Balabais. So the Gemara says, from Yehuda we see clearly, it's a case of Lechoser because Balabais anyways wasn't planning to build on the bottom. And it's Zenene, so the Gemara, it's not a riot. There is Chaser over here. Shani Hosom, he just built a new house and he's living in there. So he's getting the house black. The walls are getting black now from this tenant, from the Balaliyah. So Mamela, now when the Balabais moves in, he's getting a house that was blackened. So therefore, there is a chasar. Whereas the shayla, the original Shaila of Zenanavizal Chasar was an old house of Trashi, where there's no problem with Shacharisa It's anyways old. But here was a brand new house. There's a Shacharisa Dashaisa. There's a chasar. The only question is, it's Mavur and Taisvis. On Tafchafal of their Masl Viyovilhu, Taisis Medayik over here, that the Shachar, it's Mashm over here, Behuda is saying that he has to pay him full rent, whatever the going price is for renting of this bias. The Chesorin is not the price of the rent, the Chesorin is Shacharisa Dashaisa, which is a lot less than the rent. So why does he only have to pay for the Chesorin to repaint the house? Why does he have to pay for the whole rent? Lemaisi, you see over here, by Zenenevizelechosir, if there's a Chesorin, even if the Chesorin is not the value, of Dano, you have to pay the full amount of Dano. And according to the Pnei Yeshua, it's very good. The Pnei Yeshua says that Be'etzim Zenana V'zalei Chaser, Zenana is v'chuyiv to pay for Ano. The only reason why you should be potter is because Kaifen al-Midah Sadaim. It's Midah Sadaim to charge where you're not Chaser. Once the person is Chaser, it's not Midah Sadaim anymore. So now you're v'chuyiv, out the Nehenah. The Nehenah, you have to pay the full rent, which was your Nehenah from. Zog de Gemore, Shalchu Be'erab Ami. This shayla that we're being done over here is a nenev zelachosir. They sent it to the bismedish of Rabbi to hear how he paskins. Omar, v'chima osaloi uma chosroi uma hazikir. What did you do to this person that you lived in his chotzer shloimi daitli? He has absolutely no laws, so merely you don't have to pay him anything. He paskins potter. V'chibar abba Omar. They sent the shayla to v'chibar abba too. He said the siyashev bedaver. I have to be ma'ayin decide what the pesak is. Hodeshachu kamei v'chibar abba. They sent him the shayla again. How many times are you going to send me the I told you I have to be mine. If I would have came up with a solution that would have had a yeshiv, I would have sent it to you. I didn't send it to you, so why are you asking me again? Itmar, what's the ma'isa da'alochir? If kahan om rabbi yoichinin ain't sarach lahalis leischar, zinenev zelechaser, you don't have to pay for that, no? Rebavom rabbi yoichinin sarach lahalis leischar, you do have to pay. Om rabbi yoichinin, that says that you have to pay. He never said this halacha We hear that's what he says from a story from Meisr Shehoi. This is not. 
It says in the Mishnah, not tal evan oikoyer shel hegdish. So it's Mavur over there that we're talking about a gizber. A gizber takes a evan or a beam of hegdish. He's not moil because the gizber is the yad of hegdish. So when the gizber is holding on to it, it's in the rishos of hegdish. So it never leaves the rishos of hegdish. So there's no me'ilah. But if the Gizber takes this Evan and he gives it his Chavr, so now it leaves the Rishos of Hagdish, Humal, so now the Gizber is Moil because he removed it from the Rishos of Hagdish. Now, if the Chavr uses it or does anything with it, the Chavr is not Moil because it already left the Rishos of Hagdish, it's already If the Gizber builds the beam into his house, he's still not Moil. Unless he lives in the house, a shear of living that a person would pay a shavar pruta to live there. And then he's considered that he's Nehenna from Hekdash and he's Moil. The Amr Shmuel, we're talking about Vushinichal Piarub, that he didn't actually build it in to the walls of his house. Because if he built it into the walls of his house, that itself is Me'ila, because he's making a shinoi. He's making it into a bias from a kair. But We're talking about Histam, he put it al Piarub, there was an opening on his ceiling. And he covered it, he didn't nail it in or anything like that. So Mela, there's no Shinui. So you're only Chayiv Altsnehenna. To be Chayiv Altsnehenna, Mi'ila Altsnehenna, it has to be that he was Dor Ashir Shavaprut. That was the story that, that that's that Mishnah. Yasir Rebavo Kamed Rabbi Yochanan. The Ka'amar Mishmaid Shmuel, Rebavo said this Mishnah in front of Rabbi Yochanan. And he said over in the name of Shmuel that from here we see, Zaysay Meres, Hadar Bachatzu Chavere, Shalaymi Daitoi. Tzarech l'hal must be that in the case of Zinan of Zalechaser, when someone lives in his Chavr's Chatzar, Shalaymi Daitai, and it's a Chatzar Delechaymi Laagr, so it's Lechaser, and this person is a Nana, must be the Allah is that he would be Chayv Tzarech l'hal Yisleishchar. Because since Zinan of Zalechaser is Chayv, here it's also like Zinan of Zalechaser. He's living under the Kaira of Hegdish. Hegdish isn't losing anything by this, but he's being Nana Shir Shavar Puta, and he's Chayv Me'ilah. So obviously, there's a chiv tashlumen on zanan of his and that's why there's me'ila. So l'chayir, what's the raya? What's what's this cheshbon? Why why do you have to say that it's mochich from here that tzarich lahalis leischar? Even if you don't know anything by zanan of his there's an isra me'ila. If you're nehenda from hegdish, so because there's a kosov, there's an isra me'ila. So l'chayir, bring from here raya p'chayim that the side of nehenda by chiv me'ila works with gidre gzeile. It's not stand that you had Hanoah from Hegdish. That you consider that Gazlan from Hegdish. So Melan has to be that Zedan of Zalechaser Chayiv, that you would owe a Hedyat money. So Melan by Hegdish, you owe Hegdish money. So you were Gazel as a Hegdish. So the Chayiv, we have a Rai, Zedan of Zalechaser Chayiv. That's what Shmuel said. And Rebbe Vo told this over to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan was quiet when he heard this. Iu saw Rebbe Vo figured me the Shasak Here's what he's saying, and he was shaisik. So he agreed that from here is mochik that zanan of zalechaser chayv. But the ma'ase is the gemara says kenrayu. V'lo, you have no proof that Rabbi Yochan agreed to this. He pasha didn't answer because he held that the dimin is not a dimin whatsoever. Why? So we'll go over here with the mahalach of Taisvis. Rashi's lashon is. That behekdish it's not shaykh shleimi das because there's always das shchine. In other words, he's telling it to to the case of zenan of zalechaser. Zenan of zalechaser is the case of adar bechotzer chaveiroi shleimi daitei. This is always considered midaitei because hekdish knows. Taisus asks that the din of zenan of zalechaser doesn't have to do with the shleimi daitei per se. So Taisus says a different shot. Taisus says kehedit midas dami kloimar the das shchine ike 
Shlo Yehena Adam Beloi Me'ila. So Taisir Rosh explains, what Taisir is saying is like this, that Hegdish without a Macha is like a Hegit with a Macha. Because the Torah was Moichi, you shouldn't have Hanah from Hegdish. And Achaz David explains that the whole Shailah of Zinana V'zalechos or Potter is Davke when the Bailam wasn't Moichi, that he shouldn't live there. But if the Bailam is the Hegi Moichi, he doesn't want him to live there, Avadi has to pay. So Mamele, even if you hold Zinana V'zalechos normally is Potter, but Hegdish blibes like Hedyat Midas. In other words, Hegdish blibes like a Hedyat that was Moichi. Because since the Torah asks you beferish from being moil, so mele it's like a hedge that was moich and b'chayi gavn yizich mechuyiv to pay. So mele you don't have a raya that the nanav zelay chaser is chayiv.